recognize real, gon' recognize real, gon' recognize real, real. Only gon' recognize still, still recognize will. Like we always do with this time. Real gon' recognize, real gon' recognize, real, real Only gon' recognize, still, still recognize with Like we always do with this time
recognize real. Welcome everybody to the KIRP Radio Show. I'm your host, Pudgy Miller, guys. You know what time it is, man. Same time, same place. Every Sunday, we are on the air doing our thing, and it is July 22nd, 2012, and I'm trying to get ready to have this show. I'm all over the place, folks. Y'all got to forgive me, and uh, it feels good, though. It feels good being on the air this Sunday, Um, despite all the things that are going on in this country, man, despite so many of the things, so many of the challenges that a lot of people are facing right now, and uh, a lot of the terror that some folks have been experiencing the the terror that some people have to wake up and deal with this this uh wow this ridiculous reality I, I guess that's the way I can call it this evil reality that a lot of people have to deal with at the hands of another evil person uh unfortunately we live in a world today where you know people they wake up one day and and they just feel like they can do what they want to do to whoever to change their lives for the remainder of their lives and uh, without having to suffer the equal consequences. And, and a lot of times they don't. But anyway, I, I know we're just opening the show. Um, I just feel some kind of way about that incident in Aurora, Colorado. Um, but I want to open the show and tell everybody thanks. Uh, I got my man L. Thomas on the air with me tonight. And, uh, you know, let's bring him on, man. L., how are you? I'm doing well, Pudgy. How you doing, sir? I'm here, brother. I'm here. I'm good. You know, blessed, alive, and well on this side. And I'm, I'm, I'm not dealing with what a lot of people are dealing with in this country tonight. I know that. Well, not directly, but somehow, somehow, shape, and form, we're all dealing with it indirectly, though. Hey, man. I'm. Um, it's good to have you on the show. It's glad uh, to be here, my brother. It's, it's, it's. We got a few things to talk about here. I got a, I got a full agenda. Um, we're going to tackle a bunch of things tonight, man. We're going to talk about some gun rights, gun laws. Uh, we're going to talk about an agenda uh, for what I know is an agenda, uh, just from some research that I've been doing and, and conversations and uh, communication and also with relationships that I have with certain individuals uh, whom I won't even say at this point. Um, there's a lot of stuff going on in this country, man, and, and even though this incident in Aurora was just a simple act or an individual effort. It also plays upon some of the actions that a lot of other people have to change the dynamic of America, what we live in today. So, you know, we're going to tackle a lot of that, man. We got a lot to go over. Um, let me go back to how, how was your week, brother? My, my week has been blessed, challenging, but you know what? One thing I want to tell you that what hit me yesterday, you ready for this pledge? I'm ready. All right, understand this. Greatness is both a pheromone and a repellent. <laughs> I like that. That's true. It will attract what it's supposed to attract and repel what it's supposed to repel. I like if individuals that. are leaving your life right now, Pudgy, they just don't understand or they can't handle what the power of greatness that you exude. And for that, my good man, I appreciate you, sir. Hey, man, I, I like that, man. I, I, I love that. that uh... I don't know what we would call that that quote. I'll say I call it a quote for right now because I'm gonna say it again, I'm sure. And uh <laughs> you know something you know something good about that though, because that, that goes for a lot of positive things. Um a lot of the times when you let's say you, when you change your life to something positive or you change your life for the better to do something different, let's say, 
uh, or, or you know, just to do something different. Simply, it, it doesn't even have to be positive. But if you start to do something different uh, outside of what you normally do, a lot of the times that will attract the same type of individuals, whom I assume uh-huh. that's that's who you want to attract, and it'll also repel people who don't either get with that or you know who can't deal with it. You know, don't like it or either you know don't want to deal with it. So. I like that, man. Great greatness is definitely uh I like it for the repellent, personally. It's like mosquito <laughs> spray to me. I keep the haters Absolutely. out of here, man. Yeah. Well, think, about think, think about it real quick, Pudgy, if you think about it and um you know, dealing with my own challenges this week, however, I was reminded in my book Moving for a Crazy Play of what I need to do. I did on a positive note, Pudgy, really quick, I had a chance to speak to a um a few men yesterday, a few young men, a gentleman hired me to come speak to them, talk about what it's going to take to transcend from their high school mentality to a higher educational mentality to even a professional mentality. And they had a lot of attributes or descriptions to use. And guess what we summed it up with? What's that? Courage. It's going to take courage. And we broke down wow. courage like I do in the book. And they, their eyes were open. I challenged their thinking where they were in their life right now. And ask them, you know what, what is it going to take for you to become that great basketball, football player? What is it going to take for you to be that doctor, that engineer? And essentially, some of them said, you know what, it's going to take um, perseverance, it's going to take confidence. I said, yes. And we will sum that up all in one word, courage. Because it's going to take courage for you to build perseverance for one. When you find when you find yourself dealing with some things that you just don't want to deal with anymore, and that could be reasons to give up, it's going to take courage to push you. So we broke down the seven principles like I did in the book, and they are really Powerful. The gentleman who hired me, Pudgy, guess what he said? What's that? He said, L, he said, L, I know you're good, but I, I didn't know you were that good. <laughs> <laughs> That's something else right there. You you are good, man. You you got a good spoken word. Uh, you got a real direct word that I think covers a lot of different people, uh, if not all people. I don't I don't see why it wouldn't work for all people, no matter what you believe. So keep on with that word, man, because it, especially right now, a lot of people need to hear something positive and, and something courageous and, you know, something that will help that mo- get them on their feet and uh, motivate them, you know? Absolutely, absolutely. It's just unfortunate because I started thinking, I know we're just getting to the show, when you your introduction included the situation that came in Colorado to all the families who were touched by that, adversely impacted by the situation. It's unfortunate, and we'll get to that later. But think about this for a moment. Why do I exist? When I found my purpose of helping people deal with their spiritual mental, physical, financial issues, mm-hmm. oftentimes what you learn is that there's an issue deep within that has not been exposed, and guess what? A person gets brought to the brink. Maybe they start looking to trying to be a different character because they got tired of being themselves, or they just like the adventure, or uh, whatever <laughs> the case may be. If they find themselves in these particular situations like this Colorado incident, and even the Colorado, Colorado incident, there's a lot of incidents that happen over the United States that individuals are just got to the point where they just don't care anymore. And unfortunately, you know what it is, Pudgy? What's that? People lost their sense of fear of consequences. Hmm. Hmm. Well, why do you think, why is it that? Why, why do you say it's that? I'm just well, curious. think about it. Yes, if you think about it, think about it for a moment, right? What oftentimes, you remember growing up, and I'm sure you had um, individuals in your life who disciplined you, correct? Absolutely. Okay, sometimes the weapons you got prevents you from doing something. Would you agree? Yeah, always. Why? Because, you know what, if I did X, Y, Z, mom, dad, or whoever is the, the disciplinary in my life is going to give me that thing, and therefore I have a healthy fear and reverence 
for that particular country. You with me? I'm with you, brother. I'm with you. Now let's look at, <laughs> you know, let's, look at the, let's look at the mental aspect. There's so many individuals who commit heinous crimes, and guess what? They've made up in their mind that they no longer they don't fear the consequences. Oftentimes, they make decisions knowing what their possible outcome will be, and don't care. You, I remember back when I was younger, there were people who were robbed at night, but now they're robbing day bread, dot, um, excuse me, broad daylight. There are people who actually commit heinous crimes in the evening, but yet now it's happening in daytime. Isn't yeah. that odd? It is. That is odd. Absolutely, it's odd. It's normally something that's hidden. You know, you don't. I guess most robbers wouldn't want people to see them. That's why they do it at night. But guess what, though? Now they're doing it during the day. So what's the what's the issue? I don't want if I don't fear anything. Guess what I'm gonna do? I'm gonna do everything I wanted to do. Mm. A healthy fear prevents most people from doing the things that they shouldn't do. Amen. If I don't have that, if I don't have that in me, like for example. People who say they don't believe in God, they don't have a healthy fear of God, what have you. You know, guess what? God hasn't punished me yet, so guess what I'm keep doing? I'm keep doing the things I want to do. The Egyptian hasn't punished me yet, I'm going to keep doing what I want to do. And two, I'm forced to do, and two, I'm forced to stop what I'm doing. I have no reason to. Wow. The only reason why when people eat, I'm, I'm going to hit you something a little deeper. When people eat their food, right? Yeah. There's a part of your brain, there's a, part, there's a, there's a word called satiety. Okay, so the word satiety means I'm full. It signals the brain that, okay, you know what, I am done eating. Make sense? That's right. That's... If, if, if in some way, shape, or form that system is broken down, you can continue to keep eating. Your stomach is expanding, but yet your brain has not recognized that uh-huh. you're done. Uh-huh. So if I don't have that mechanism in place to stop me from doing what, I need to, what I'm going to do, whether positive or negative, I'm going to keep doing it because it's something I totally want to do. It's, it's my escape, and no one can do anything about it. I remember in Australia, they made an example of an individual by tanning him nationally to to put what? Fear in the individual for doing the exact same thing that person did. So guess what? They don't have the same situations that the United States have. I remember that. You remember that? They, they I, I remember that. Yeah. Yes. I think that'll work over here, Ellen. We you get the belt out uh, and have a, have a national uh, drive-by whooping. I think comedians said that all the parents should get together. <laughs> Jump in the van and we just do some drive-by whoopings on some of these kids. What do you think about that? I would say to an extent, to an extent, right? Because you will always have your small percentage. What I will do, what I think it will do, <laughs> it will minimize. I, I think it will minimize the heinousness that's taking place in today's society. That's my personal opinion. Because think about it for a moment. Um, I know in Japan, in certain areas, that if you steal something, at least this was historically the case, they would cut off the hand that you stole it. If you rape a woman, you will be castrated. Think about that for a moment. What? A man that doesn't fear that something's wrong. There's a lot of people like that, though. <laughs> You're right, but however, think about this for a moment. What would be the impact, you being a man, right? Mm-hmm. You see a gentleman who raped a child or a woman get castrated nationally. Whew. I'm thinking a- that is a possibility what would happen to you if you did the same thing. How many more people are going to be so motivated to do that? Not many, I can tell you that. Not many. Yeah. Not me. And, and look, at least they would at least go back to doing it in the, in the dark, <laughs> so they had their chances to be better. Because criminals, right. let me tell you, a criminal, when a criminal has their mind made up to do something, which which is simply be a criminal, they're going to do crim, criminal things. That, that's that's who they are. That's what they do. That's in their heart. The consequences don't stop them. We have the death penalty for people that kill folks. They still kill. So you know, there's a certain degree of people who don't, who just don't care. These people are evil. They're, they're Satan's hitchmen. They're, 
You know, there are demons walking around, I believe. So, you yes, know, there's certain, there, there, are, there are a certain group of people who don't care. But like you, Elliot, I do believe that we should strengthen the laws to reflect. And, uh, you know, maybe things will get better. I think it starts with the judicial system, and then we could go from there. But, you know, yes, we'll see. We'll see what happens. Well, Let's, I'm going to tell you so, this, my brother, before we get into everything. Mm-hmm. I'm going to tell you this. Okay, I'm going to tell you this. You're right. A criminal is going to be a criminal. They can mind set up. Like, take the death penalty, even for example, right? The death penalty thing. How long can you be actually on death row? Think about that for a moment. I can kill somebody and be a death row for 14 years, uphill it, uphill it, uphill it, and finally 20 years later, I finally face death. Think about that for a moment. I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't even agree with death row. I, I don't, no, hold on. I don't, no. I don't agree with it. I don't hold, either, hold that thought, brother. We got we got to go back to that because I got somebody waiting on the air, and uh, we all okay. in her segment, man. Welcome everybody. <laughs> Welcome my girl Charlotte. If you don't know by now, you listen to the KIRP Radio Show with your boy Pudgy at NC Pudgy on Twitter. You can also listen to the show on Facebook at facebook.com backslash KIRP Radio Show. Find the link; it's on there somewhere. I'm not sure where it is right now. Uh, if you're listening by phone, you can also listen online. KIRPRadioShow.com is the address. We're also on iTunes. Look for us. Seek us out. Find us. We out there. The Twitter name for the KIRP Radio Show is just that, at symbol, KIRP Radio Show. Let's welcome to the show Charlotte Holder from Triad Super Savers and Stretching Your Budget. Charlotte, what's up? What's up? How's it going? We are good. We're waiting for you to come hey. through and tell us some good news. I know I just went two minutes into your segment, and I do apologize. But take your time and lead us, lead us, lead us in the direction ha, of saving some dollars. Ha. What you got? <laughs> well, I literally like just walked in the door from the beach, so Uh-oh. I'm not very well prepared. So you have to excuse me, but I have a little direction. So. <laughs> well, cool. We'll um we'll let you get your direction off because I know you know I know that feeling of just walking in from the beach and you know you got a lot to do you got things to put away so take your time do your thing and we'll let you go. <laughs> okay, so you know in light of school getting ready to begin soon, I thought that I would um maybe take the next few weeks to just kind of give you guys the highlights of back to school shopping Uh-oh. and the deals that are going to be out there. Yeah, highlights. So even if you. <laughs> Even if you don't have kids in school, there's always um, people in need, you know, back-to-school supplies. So you can always pick up some really cheap stuff and donate them to your local school or whatever. So um, I'm just going to go right ahead and give you guys some of the tips that I found and um, the best deals this week that you can find. All right. Um, so, you know, Back to school shopping can be overwhelming for some people. You get these lists, and I don't know if if you have kids in school. I'm sure a lot of people do, but um, the lists now are like five pages long. (laughs) So, um, you know, my daughter's starting school in kindergarten, and she's got friends that have been in school, and we've seen their list, and I'm like, are you serious? This is what they need to buy. So, you know, it's becoming more and more of um, an important thing for you to shop sales for back to school because of the need that the schools are needing. So, you know, a lot of times, or a lot of schools really are now requiring that you buy um, enough of supplies for the entire class. It's not just for your child. So um, there again, all the more reason that you need to, to buy things while they're on sale. So one thing to remember that might help you while you're shopping back to school um, you know, a lot of these deals are going to be like a few good things at this store, you know, a couple good things at another store. 
And who wants to drive around town to get every single deal? I know I don't because I don't have the time. So just keep in the back of your mind that um, you can take your sales ads to stores like Target and Walmart. They price match. So let's say you've got a couple of good items at Office Depot and a couple of good things that um, maybe Dollar General, and you just want to go to one store like Walmart, you can take both of your um, flyers into Walmart and tell them that's the checkout line that you want to price match um, to match the ad um, price, and they will do that for you. It's super simple. They're used to it. They do it all the time. So that's just one thing to keep in mind um, when you are looking for back-to-school um, sales and that kind of thing. You're trying to make things as easy as possible. Um, with that being said, also don't forget that you can stack coupons um, at Target. So you can price match at Target and you can also stack. So if you guys are new to this and you're not sure what I'm talking about, um, stacking is just a term used in the couponing world, but basically that means that you can stack manufacturer coupon that you might find in your Sunday paper or you print online with a Target store coupon. So Target um, on their website also has coupons available that you can print and those can be used in conjunction with the manufacturer's coupon, hence the name stacking. So not only are you going to get the lowest price from another store, but they're also going to allow you to use two coupons on one item. Um, so that's a really good benefit um, that Target offers and definitely a good resource for you as you're, you're doing your back-to-school shopping. Um, so some of the deals that I wanted to just hit on for this week, if you guys are looking... Um, and and I would say, and this is something that I do as well, you know, I don't go to the store and just get everything on the list at one time. I know for some people that's easier to do, but if you're starting early, like now, I mean, we're, we've got a month to a month and a half, depending on where you live before school actually starts. So you can start now, and each week just grab a few things as they're at their lowest price, um, and you're kind of building like a little stockpile, which is something that we love to use. Um, and, and couponing. So um, so the best couple of deals that I have found are, um, first is at Office Depot. You can grab rulers and protractors for $0.10 cents each. Um, that's a really good deal. And then you can also get, um, they have Wilson 1-inch binders for only $0.50. Cents. So if you have kids that have to have binders for every single class, some of the older kids, you know, in middle and high school, they require you to have a binder for each class, 50 cents is a steal, and you cannot pass that up. So um, definitely check that out at Office Depot. And then the next, um, you know, deals that I think are, are pretty good um, are at Office Max. You can get um, the washable markers, the 8 to 10 count pack for only 25 cents. And then you can also get 100 sheet composition books for 50 cents. So, um, you know, a lot of times these are a dollar. So 50 cents, you know, that's 50% off right there. Um, and then you can also, if you want to go to Staples, you can get the 3x5 index cards, 100 pack for one cent each um, with the purchase of a $5 purchase. So you can get anything in the store for $5, and you can get the um, index cards for one cent. And then you can also get the pink 12-pack cap erasers that go on the top of the pencils for one cent. So you can't beat that, I mean, a penny for a you know, change you find around on the floor. <laughs> so, you know, even if you don't need it, like I said, there's always kids in need that their parents aren't able to buy these things for them. So 
Um, and then the last, uh, I would say, kind of good deal is um, that at Toys R Us, they've got all of their crayon, crayon marker stencils and paints for buy one, get one free. So, um, you know, if even if you've got, you know, my daughter, she's just starting school, but at home she loves to color and paint and that kind of thing. So that's a good deal um, and a great price for even birthday presents or that kind of thing. So those are the, my picks for this week. And, um, you know, anytime you guys find any deals that you think are, are good, you can definitely email those to me at stretchingyourbudget um, at gmail.com, and we'll definitely get those posted because, you know, I can't catch everything. <laughs> Seems like you catch everything. You're real close. I know I that. I don't know. <laughs> I'm sure well, it's a lot. I know where I'm going, and I just saw that uh, – well, I was just told. I said, I just saw. I'm actually looking at it right now. Delma Adams. Shout out to Delma Adams. Shout out to you. Shout out to Kevin Watkins also, who's listening on, on uh, online or somewhere. She said uh, she's headed to Office Depot, and so am I. So I, we appreciate you, Charlotte. If nobody else don't, yes. Delma and me, we, we do. Don't we, Delma? She's Yay. nodding her head. I'm psychic. She's nodding her head, I'm sure, right now. So, um, <laughs> <laughs> is uh, you know what? We, we get the school list, too. And, uh, I mean, you know, I got the Get Along gang over here. Oh, I'm for, I forgot. There's a lot of young people listening to the show. I've got the uh, – this is like – my house is like the uh, – man, I don't know, the Get Along gang, man. Go look at some old cartoons. I don't know what to tell y'all, but there's a lot of kids in here. And uh, we have to buy a lot of paper and pencils and, you know, all and wipes and crayon. I mean, all this – all binders and all this type of stuff, right? But when we get the list from school, like you said – um, we also have to take care of the community. Like, we don't only have to buy for our kids. We have to buy for everybody mm-hmm. else. Uh, I guess we don't have to, but they definitely ask us to. And uh, that list has grown uh, a lot, you know, in the last year or two or three. I'll say the last three years, that list has de- definitely grown a lot. So uh, is there anything that you can recommend um, that some parents could do who maybe can't afford or can't get to like the office depots. Is there any way to do this stuff online? You know, where you can have this stuff shipped direct to the school or directly to you or what may have you? Um, I mean, definitely, you know, I'm a huge proponent of amazon.com just because they do offer a lot of really good deals. Um, you just have to spend some time doing a little research, but you know, Amazon is a, a good way to get maybe bulk type thing too. Uh-huh. So, you know, they might not be able to buy every single thing, but they could probably, you know, maybe buy like a, a big pack of pencils that's got 20 in it for maybe two bucks or something like that. So you can definitely do that. You can also, you know, Walmart.com, you know, if you find some of these same deals in their ad, you can ship to the store for free. Mm-hmm. So if you can't make it to go shop, maybe you work late or you don't have that, the time to do that, you can just go online, shop, and then have it shipped or you just run in and pick it up, and it's already paid for and that kind of thing. So if you're limited on time, that's a good good, good way to do it as well. And plus, with shopping online, and we've talked about this before, you get cash back when you shop through, like, ebates.com and shopathome.com. So um, that's just a way to give you some extra money. So sometimes you might be able to get things for free just depending on how much you spend. But, yeah, so those are two of my, my best resources as far as shopping online. Well, there you have it, man. Uh, you know, shop online. That's what we do. That's that's what I do. I do a lot of. And uh, just to let you guys know, I mean, they're not a sponsor. And we don't we don't run commercials for them or anything. But I might need to look them up. But uh, Staples has a very very good website. Staples dot com. 
and they don't charge you for half the shipping on items that they have. I mean, I don't I don't know what the minimum order is. It, it may be $10 or something like that, but when they ship it, they definitely ship it right. Um, the packages, you know, no matter what it is, it's all bubble wrapped and it's protected. So, you know, I do a lot of ordering for my business through Staples, and uh, they're really effective. And, and the price is pretty competitive, too. So check out Staples.com. They outsource a lot of their stuff to uh, other companies, smaller companies, I've noticed. And I'm definitely in support of that. So uh, check out Staples.com, you all. I don't I don't think they have a buyback program or a points program. But I, I can tell you that you'll get quality merchandise and you'll get it really fast. And uh, the shipping is is A plus, so that's another outlet. Yeah, well, they definitely offer a lot of rebates too. So, you know, a lot of their products each week, you can get a rebate on, which makes it really cheap. So, yeah, cool. That's another two Well, that's always definitely. a plus, Charlotte. I'm not even going to ask you about a shout out because I know you're just walking in the house. So I'm going <laughs> to shout out your family for you. Shout out to the Holder family. And, uh, and everybody else, and, and I'm, I'm glad you guys took a chance to go to the beach and enjoy yourself and have a good vacation, man. I appreciate what you do, Charlotte, and your contribution to the show is uncanny. No problem. And I will put a list up of the back-to-school deals, so if you didn't catch those and I talked really fast, they'll be up. <laughs> I like that. All right, Charlotte, have a good one, and we will hear from you next Sunday, if not before. Sounds good. Have a good week. All right, you too. You rocking with the KRP radio show. Pudgy, my man L. Thomas, we here, baby. As they say, we're out here. And uh, when we come back, we're going to finish our conversation. Ella and I, we're talking about. What were we talking about, Ella? Well, we're talking about the issues of Colorado, and we just talked about how a week went. But you know what? We're going to. Um, one of the things we told me to come back to was the situation of the death penalty. All right. So we're going to come back to our argument on that. Not an argument, but we just want to debate it a little bit. You rocking with the KRP radio show, baby. When we get back, we're talking gun laws, Aurora, Colorado. And uh, we definitely want to talk about consequences. Consequences is something very important that we got to talk about. KRPRadioShow.com on Twitter, at symbol KRP Radio Show. We'll be right back after these commercials, baby. You rocking with the number one black conservative show, Southeastern United States Conservatives. Let's go. All your trucking needs, make sure you contact Allen's Trucking LLC. That's Allen's Trucking LLC, owner Brian Allen and BA Welding Incorporated. For all your trucking or your welding needs or transportation needs across the country, make sure you contact Allen's Trucking LLC out of Winston-Salem, North Carolina. Their number is 919 426 
919-426-5455. Again, 919-426-5455. If you have transportation needs and you need to get your equipment there on time, make sure you contact Allen's Trucking, LLC. Sixty thousand North Carolina families are affected by autism. One out of every one hundred ten children born today will be diagnosed with autism. If you have any questions or need support, we can help. The Autism Society of North Carolina can be reached at eight hundred four four two two seven six two. Again, that's eight hundred four four two two seven six two. Remember, 60,000 North Carolina families are affected by autism, and one out of every 110 children born will be diagnosed with autism as well. If you need to reach them by the web, the address is www.autismsociety-nc.org. You can also reach them on Facebook, Twitter, and you can reach them on YouTube. Love somebody today. I believe you can tell a lot about our governor and lieutenant governor by the way they lead our state. We have great challenges facing us and need strong, courageous, visionary leadership to see us through. I'm Dan Forrest, conservative candidate for North Carolina lieutenant governor. As an architect, senior partner, and office president of the state's largest design firm, I was accustomed to solving complex problems for my clients. Architects are creative problem solvers, and that's what we need more of in Raleigh. And we need more business leaders, not more politicians. Over the past 10 months, I've visited the majority of the counties in North Carolina multiple times. I've traveled over 80,000 miles, listened to thousands of North Carolinians share their solutions to the challenges we face. Did you know North Carolina ranks 41st in the nation in K-12 education, 36th in graduation rate, 43rd in unemployment, 38th in business tax climate, 42nd in illegal immigration? This is just not acceptable. I believe it's time to look at the failed policies of our current governor and lieutenant governor and demand real leadership for North Carolina. As your next lieutenant governor, I will tackle these issues head on and provide the strong, courageous, and visionary leadership needed to lead our state through these challenging times. Over the next few months, I'll be sharing solutions to these challenges, and I hope you will take the time to share them with your friends and family and give me your feedback. I believe we can turn America around. And I believe we should start right here in North Carolina. I'm Dan Forrest, conservative candidate for North Carolina Lieutenant Governor, and I ask for your support. Run, Forrest, run! K I R P Radio! Welcome back to the KIRP Radio Show, baby. We're on the air with my man, Ella Thomas, and myself, Pudgy. You guys know who I am, at NC Pudgy on Twitter. 
rocking with the at KIRP radio show on Twitter. Also, we're also on Facebook. That's facebook.com backslash KIRP radio show. 619-638-8559. You already know. Number one, black conservative show. Southeastern U.S. of A. Baby. That's right. Over 4 million listeners. And the numbers have grown. I'm not even going to tell you what they are this week. But the numbers have taken off in the past couple of weeks. And I want to give a shout out to all my Twitter listeners out there, all my Twitter followers, all my Twitter Twitter friends and family, and all my Facebook family. You guys make us grow, and I appreciate the encouragement you get through emails and letters and this, that, and the other, phone calls and all. I really appreciate the uh, the love that you guys show, and I really appreciate what you do for the KIRP radio show and for your country. We got to get the ball rolling, man, because there's a there's a whole lot going on out here, Ella. Man, I don't I don't know if you know, but Brett Favre going to sports for a minute you know I, you know i'm a sports guy but brett Favre is back to football did you know that i did not know that is he i thought he had retired and he hung up the jersey and called it good and enjoyed his millions man okay brett Favre is back but it's a catch he's not back in the nfl but he's uh he's the assistant coach with the high school football team somewhere where he lives or something like that but i just oh, wanted to, oh, i wanted to put that out there back, because huh? Yeah, I know somebody was out there cursing about that. Oh, Brett Favre coming back. What I, I want is too old. You know how people get emotional, man, about the pig skin, baby. So, you know, Brett Favre, he's trying to do a little something positive, and I guess through all his uh, his media nightmare that he had on his last exit, what was that, his third uh, retirement, second, third retirement, whatever that was. But I, don't, yeah, I can't even. Yeah, I can't even keep up no more, man. But he retired quite a few times. But anyway, no press conference on this one. The man is trying to give back a little bit. Who know? We don't know what the capacity is, but he's out there giving back and helping his community out. And anytime uh, celebrities do that, or anybody do do that, I, I like to you know give them their due shine. So shout out to Brett Favre for finding the time to go out there and uh, share a little bit of his knowledge. Uh, from what I understand, he's a bit of an a hole. So uh, you know I appreciate him changing up a little bit, switching it up, helping these kids out, man. Maybe maybe that'll keep some kids in school. And, uh, you know, maybe kids want to go see Brett Favre, so maybe they'll pay more attention to something. I, I don't know. I, it's just positive to me, I think. So shout out to that man for that. Glad he's not coming back to the NFL because, I, I didn't, frankly, I didn't want to see him play football no more. Uh, anyway, I, I'm a Panthers fan anyway, so it's Cam Newton and the Panthers all the way. Where are my Panthers fans at? Can I get a round of applause? Oh, I can't get a round of applause on that. Okay. Anyway. No, I'm sorry. I, I can't give you one of those. I mean, I got love for the Panthers, but I can't give you one of those, bro. What? What's going on? Uh, Hold on, man. Yeah. Aren't you in North Carolina, brother? I'm in North Carolina, but you know what? I'm not from North Carolina, my brother. Okay. I'll let that be. I'll let that be. You can, <laughs> you can, you can, you can rock with your team, wherever, whoever they are. <laughs> the Washington Redskins or something like that, probably. Dallas Cowboys. Anyway, anyway, that's enough about sports. Listen, man. Um, yes, Colorado, brother. Yes, yes. And the unfortunate situation, yes. There's a, I don't even know where to start with this. I mean, I, I know that I know it's a whole lot of things happening across the nation, and uh, I know a lot of people are pissed off about this and about jobs, and a lot of people are pissed off about Obama and his mama, and you know everything, man. People are just pissed off, and they got a lot of people don't have any reason to be pissed off, but they're pissed off because their homie's pissed off or their sister, their brother pissed off, so they want to be pissed off too. But uh. <laughs> James Holmes, man, this guy with this Colorado shooting what during the Batman movie, and I'm 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 not in no way trying to slander Batman. I'm I'm trying to hold a lot of passion back, 
because I, I'm, I'm, I'm heated. I mean, you, you got to be mad about this situation. Like this guy, he's just a nut, and and we always know. I mean, if you take it back to Columbine, and you know, you go back to Waco, Texas, and you you always see the copycats out there. You know, there are always people who try to do what they saw, and you know, or or you know, they're followers of this nonsense, and so I mean, that's what we got to be looking out for. You know, in any in the upcoming future, but right now we got to deal with this guy James Holmes, man. What what do you think about this whole Colorado incident as a whole? As a whole, I'm gonna just say that it's highly unfortunate. I also believe that I'm a, I'm always an individual who tries to figure out the why. I probably should have been a psychologist, but then I would have been psychoanalyzing everybody in my family, and I didn't want to do that. So I decided to stay away from that. If you start looking at the why behind. A person. I mean, this seems like if it was planned out for quite some time because wasn't his apartment booby trapped? Yeah, his his apartment was booby trapped, and uh, you know he had he had bombs in there, and you know you name it, man. It took them what two days to actually get inside of his, his or a day and a half to actually get inside and defuse the bomb, and he had a trip wire and. Man, this this guy was he was he was he really prepared for this. I mean, this guy was he's really a nut. You know, he is really a nut. They just finally got the explosives removed from his from his uh, apartment today, and uh, so now they they they've got his laptop, and uh, now they can you know go on his computer and see you know what was really going on with this guy because as you know you know what was he twenty four years old you know most yes, twenty four years old most people in general not even a twenty four year old but most people in general are inside of their computers all day and all night. So most things that we do can be tracked somehow, some way, whether we want to believe it or not. So the feds have his computers, and they've defused or de-armed the booby-trapped apartment, and uh, they're finally going to get into this guy's head, uh, you know, despite what he's telling them, but they finally get a chance to get inside of his head from what they find in his apartment. From an emotional standpoint, remember um, a couple weeks weeks ago we were talking about being impulsive or just holding back and resetting until you get to a state where you're following logic. Remember that conversation we had? Oh, absolutely. And yes, this, sir. This was this was a little bit difficult for me because I always put myself in the what if situation, right? Yeah. What if that was my three year old got shot? Even though I doubt, I, I disagree that a child at three months old, especially, should be in a movie theater at midnight. But hey, that's parent. That's the parent, parent type of parenting. Um. In my opinion, I would be like, you know what, no, this cat's ghost. I'm sorry, we're taking him out. You know what I'm saying? I just, and to an extent, I understand what the police are trying to do, but it's also leaving me a little confused because, forgive me for saying this, had that been a different type of individual, they may not have been as lucky as getting a conversation by the police department. Does that make sense to you? Hold up, man. You're on, you on KRP, brother. We are, if anything, <laughs> we're not politically correct. I don't have any allegiance to any political party. Or any racial group of people, so it is what it is. Mm-hmm. You say what's on your mind. So I, what I what I get from what you're saying, if he was black, or if he was some other race, that's what you're saying that he would he would probably be dead. This is just in my opinion, some observation, historical situation. I'm not saying that was always the case because I don't want my words to be taken out of context. Okay, I'm just simply saying historically, I am trying to figure out. Okay, I give a, I'm trying to figure out what is it. What do we need to talk about? That's my question. If I if I have witnessed or I've come into the crime scene, all these individuals are dead, right? Yeah. We understand. Okay, your house is booby trap is the issue that 
reason why I'm conversing with you is because you have booby traps in your house or is the fact that, you know what, you le- you legitimately deserve my time? Because at this particular time, I like I said, I'm going to act as that's my wife in that movie theater. I'm going to act as if that's my, my brother, my sister in that movie theater. So in my opinion, bro, you know, we, we don't, there's nothing for us to talk about. Oh, you mean from an individual, and, from a citizen standpoint, not not from the police? Right, from a citizen standpoint, that's where I'm going. Now, being in the police shoes, I understand there's certain pro- protocols they have to follow. That's why your boy is not a cop, because I'll probably be fired the first day. Oh, <laughs> you done killed a man, Alex? Yo, look, look, look. No, keep, it, I, keep it real. Hold on, keep it funky, man. Yeah, yo, no, would, would you have killed a man, yo, yes or no? I'm going I'm, 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 I'm to say this, bro. Uh, more than likely, yes. Um, and I, even though there's going to be people who say, oh, you know, it's wrong and all that, I'm going to tell you this. The people who say that, let it be your child or your kid sitting in that in, in, in that movie theater with a bullet hole in them, and you would never, ever say goodbye or good morning to them ever again. See, a lot of people are quick to pull the political card or what's not right and what's wrong, but until they find themselves in the, in the predicament, then all of a sudden it changed. Wait, hold on, hold on, sir, ma'am. You just said that he deserves X, Y, Z. He deserves... Um, protection. His his rights need to be protected. You know what? Look, <laughs> that's the reason why our society, in my opinion, has come to the, the, the degradation it has been faced because the leniency is too high. You know what I'm saying? The leniency is too high. I, you know what, brother? I I don't. Let, I'm gonna I'm keep it funky too. If it was my family in there, as passionate as I am right now, I still can't say I would have killed a man. Now, would 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 I have wanted to? Would I have wanted to? Probably, because let me tell you, man. Me now, I'm I'm just speaking for me now, and I'm I'm highly passionate. I understand about busting you off, bust my guns in the, in the, in the ignorant days that I had out here in the street. So I get it. But first of all, it takes a lot to to kill a human being if you're the type of person that has a heart at all. That if you care, I don't think that a lot of people possess that type of uh, uh, balls. Part my language, everybody. Y'all know how I get down. But, um, you know, a lot of people don't possess those type of balls that they believe they have. They don't have the kind of heart that they believe they have. So I, I think emotionally, people are quick to say, hell yeah, I would have wanted to kill that SOB, and I would have wanted to get rid of him and take him out, kill him all. You, you know, and, and that's that's emotions. I would have I would have probably wanted to do something to that man. But, you know, if, if I'm a sworn officer, you know, first of all, you you serve and protect. So I don't yeah, think anybody I, I don't think any I don't think any of the officers now I don't know. I don't know for a fact and I've looked and I, I can't find it. Maybe I just didn't look hard enough. I only read about four or five a handful of articles and a and a few newspaper articles, but I don't know and I haven't found where they saw him actually committing any of the crimes. I don't know I where the that. police what now the police I'm talking about. I don't think the police actually saw him uh, uh, actually doing what he was doing, but I, I don't know. Don't hold me to that. Maybe they did. At the end of the day, here's what I'm trying to say, man. I I like you believe in Christ, brother, and and that's when I really got serious and really got down on my studies and really started to understand what was really going on with 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 I, what I what I like to call the cross, the Christ walk. You know, the belief mm-hmm. in Christ and the principles of Christ. Mm-hmm. You know, murder or death penalty was out, out the door for me. Now, for a lot of Christians mm-hmm. and a lot of followers of Christ, they're going to tell you different. They're going to say, well, an eye for an eye and da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da. I don't believe the eye <laughs> for an eye being physical. I, I don't I don't think that was ever the intent or meant to be physical. I think people took it as that and 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 and, and, and uh, put it with something else. 
if you know what I mean. So it became a literal type of thing, a literal type of ideal. I think the, you know, the premise of an eye for an eye means that what you give is what you're going to get. You know what I mean? If you give off that type of hatred, you know, you're going to get that same kind of hatred, but you may not get it the same, but the emotionally it will feel the same. Emotionally, you'll be intact with knowing that you're getting repaid for what you've done. You know, you're reaping what you sow. So I, you know, death penalty for me is out the door. But, you know, hey, that that's just me. I think there's other things out there that we can do that will make people want to be dead. You know what I mean? But at the same time, prison is, for me, prison is too easy, you know, for people like this this guy. And I know he's right, a human right. being. I think, I think the prison system is too easy for people like this. You know, for someone like this, it should be endless work. Out the yin-yang. I'm talking 23 and a half hours a day. You take a half hour to feed him and, and put him back to work. You know what I mean? And okay, if he yeah. died working, so be it. If he worked himself to death, so be it. You know what I mean? So, but so I, Go ahead. I'm sorry, but go ahead. No, I just, I just don't believe in the death penalty. I don't think I could have killed that man on spot. I think I might could have shot him. You know, if if he was in the act, I definitely wouldn't hesitate to shoot, shoot the man to stop him from inflicting more harm and more pain and murder and death on people. But, you know, and, and if he would have died from that, I was doing my job. But the intent mm-hmm. was... They stopped this man from creating more havoc. But I don't right. think and, I could have deliberately and, killed this man. I, I don't think I have that. Well, I don't think I, I would kill him. I would say that's what I wanted to do. But let me take let me take it back a little bit, okay? I'm a former Marine, right? And I love yeah. the United States Marine Corps service to everybody who's serving in the military. My hats off to you and to those we have lost um, due to this war uh, and the families who have been touched by it. You know what? My condolences. But let me tell you something real quick, my good man. When you have watched certain aspects of individuals, I mean, that's why that's why I need to. I know that I cannot be a cop. Does that make sense? I know there's certain jobs that I myself I just can't take on because what if I do run into a case that I have to follow the protocol versus my emotions? Does that make sense? Because I'm Absolutely, not very yeah. emotional. I, I don't. I, I rarely act impulsively on emotions. Um, so that's why I'm careful of how I conduct myself when I'm dealing with something that's going to provoke me to do that instinctive that we all have. Does that make sense to you? Like, it does. For example, yeah. we, all have, we all have the capability of being that guy that shot up some people. I mean, historically, it's been postal workers, not anything against postal workers, individuals walked into the job, shot up everybody. Same thing as a gentleman who's been fired, shot up 23 people at one given time. Does that make sense? It's yeah. what happened that this situation is very so isolated that it happened to be at what the opening of a movie theater yeah. at midnight and the, the caliber of individuals or the youth of the individuals that had been killed. Now, this type of stuff happened on time, so let's focus on the Colorado issue. So what was the mentality of the individual? My personal belief is a demonic issue, and that's just me. People may disagree with me. I take I, I said the word of revelations. I'm looking at the time for the, what we're looking at. I'm like, you know what? This is really prophetic. It is really prophetic, and it's almost scary to the point that Wow, this is really what it's come to. Is it? Is it so much that? And and I'm not I'm not moving on from you know the opening of what we were talking about. But is it so much that? Um, anti-gun people have come out of the woodworks about this situation because, I mean, to be frank, and now I know nothing of this magnitude happens. Okay, the way that this happened, the way it all went down, how it played out, the whole incident, 
I know things like this don't happen every day in this country, but there's a lot of killing every day in this country, man. There's a lot of incidents. There's also a lot of accidents, but there are a lot of gun incidents. Uh, However you want to talk about it, whether it's accidental or intentional, but there are a lot of shootings Mm -hmm. going on, you know, every single day in this country. So, you know, anti-gun people have have come out of the woodworks, and I know you're a former Marine, so I pretty much know your answer to this. But, you know, people are saying that, hey, you know, maybe citizens and individuals of this country shouldn't have the right to bear arms after all, because if they had arms and they have the right to get these guns at hand, at will, excuse me, uh, people will be able to do what this James uh, uh, Holmes did. Hmm. Well, this is this is my take on that. I I, I try to look at it from both from the side of both um, sides. Okay. First and foremost, often rarely is the people who actually have registered weapons doing this type of stuff. Usually, the individuals who do these type of things do not have registered weapons in their possession. Does that make sense? Because I remember a lot of the killings that I'm trying to figure out. I it is so difficult for me to give a weapon, get a weapon, even though I'm a marine, a former marine. And to get a permit, I'm like, okay, I have to go through a lot of hoops to get this. This wasn't just a sign-up because historically all those killings that have taken place, so the gun laws become a little stricter. Think about this for a moment. This man had weapons that they don't even, they rarely sell in gun stores. You with me? So I'm trying to figure out, okay, you know what, I believe he had a shotgun, he had a, a couple of handguns at age 24. You're going to tell me that this individual went through the registration and all that. I mean, I'm not saying he did or he didn't, but, but most of the time, these are not individuals who actually have registered weapons. So anti-gun individuals have a point to an extent, but guess what? It's not going to stop the amount of guns that are hitting the streets. There's a lot of individuals who are underage with guns. Think about that for a moment. You think they're buying them from a gun store? <laughs> I, I know they're not. I, I know they're not. I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, to, just for the sake, just for argument's sake, one second, though, I just want to clear it for all the listeners out there because I know people are, are, are going off for it. Oh, he bought those guns legal. He he did buy those guns legal. It, it's been confirmed. They they have the paper trail. He bought all of his firearms legal. Um, he actually didn't have anything outside of the ordinary that, that most gun gun owners would say. He didn't have anything out of the ordinary. Frankly, I, to keep it 100, he had everything that I got, basically, except that 100-round clip. I didn't have the 100-round clip, but I'm saying – in, in in different firearms, but you know, a couple of assault rifles, pump, you know, a couple of handguns. Listen, I'm with them. I've got those type of type of arms too. But so he he didn't have anything out of the ordinary. So and and I'm not an anti-gun guy. Let me let me make that real clear, real clear. But you know, just for sake of an argument, he had everything that you could buy at the store. So so what do you have to say about that? I mean, he's well, he bought those things legally and committed crimes with them. So this right, time right. they were legal. Right, which is unfortunate, and, and, and remember, I didn't confirm whether it was or was because you know yeah, I, don't, no I don't have to think about things I don't know about. But this is my thing: anti-gun. How strict are we going to get? You said the anti-law individual saying we should get rid of guns. There's only one problem with that. Even if we got rid of guns, it doesn't mean that the individuals who do have access to illegal guns it won't take place. So now I am unarmed, trying to protect my family in a hostile situation or a hostile takeover. That's my, man. That. my man, that's where I am with it, and, and that's where I want to go with it because that's the whole truth, man. That's the whole truth for all my listeners out there, for all you anti-gun folks. I love you guys. I love all my gun owners. 
I'm a gun owner. I'm an advocate for guns. I am for firearms for the people. I'm a constitutionalist on this topic right here. I love my Second Amendment. I need to get a Second Amendment T-shirt or something. I will almost say tattoo. But um, the truth is, man, and, and somebody from the NRA sent me a, 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 a I'm for guns T-shirt. Or maybe I'll make my own. Uh, shout out to Rashad Woods out there, man. We're going to get that popping. But listen, here it is, man, real simple. If you take the guns away from, and we talked about this last week, but if you take the guns away from the people who know how to act responsible with them, you will only leave the criminals who don't care about the laws with the firearms. The criminals aren't going to give their guns up. They're not even going to tell you that we have guns. And they're going to always be able to get those guns because guess what? The black market will keep going. I don't care what kind of mandates you put in place, what kind of laws you have. Criminals do not, newsflash folks, criminals do not abide by the law. They don't care about the law. It's only us out here that go buy our arms the proper way that really care about the law. We're the only people that aren't concealing guns inside a movie theater because we know that it's against the law. So we don't do things to break the law. So why punish people who need these firearms in protection for themselves, their family, or what may have you? Why why punish us for this? You know, why punish us for this one nut? There's thousands of criminals out there that bust their damn guns every day, and I don't hear the police running around knocking on doors saying, hey, who was that just shooting guns? They don't do that. But in the meanwhile, they'll set up a roadblock on a Monday night, you know, on a Monday night where most people who's traveling on a Monday night are people that are coming from work. You know, people aren't really partying through the week. So, you know, we got roadblocks on Monday. Meanwhile, we got them busting guns in the, in the, in the, in the, in the uh, criminal areas. And, you know, all these criminals are, are around here. And they got guns out the yin game, man. But I don't see anything do, done about that. So why do we need a mandate to really take firearms away from people? What is this really about? You know, if you issue a mandate, uh, if you issue a gun law or, or a mandate gun law that says we can't have firearms, who's that really harming? It's only harming the people who are doing things legal. It's not harming the people who do things illegal. Are you serious? What's really going to stop them? Consequences don't stop them. Laws don't stop them. A criminal would be a criminal. So I'm, I'm sick of the argument. You, you can't compare the two, man. You know, people, you, you, y'all got to really use your heads and start really thinking about what's going on. You know, you can't take the you can't make more laws for the people who are abiding by the laws. That don't even make sense. You got to do something about the people who aren't abiding by the laws. And that's the and that's the issue. That is very much the issue. <clears throat> I have a question for you. <clears throat> it, 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 you said something that sparked something in my mind, and I'm gonna go back. I'm gonna go back to my philosophical way of thinking. Okay, uh, I'm gonna go, I'm gonna remove my emotional. <laughs> and just start. No, seriously, I'm, I'm, I'm going to look at it from a critical thinking standpoint. You ready? Sure. This, this gentleman, what happens, people who buy things, they never expose their intent with what they purchase. Does that make sense? It does, and absolutely. Even, even if it's a what's the store, of course you don't lie, right? I buy a vehicle. You ready? I buy a car, which is my legal right to buy a car, right? I, I mean, I can buy a car. I'm 20, I'm 35, I can buy a car, right? Okay, I got my insurance, right? I'm doing everything I'm supposed to, right? Yeah. My intent, though, is that when people don't know, I'm going to use this vehicle to run down my my wife, who has cheated on me with several individuals. Now, i just been I just been charged with vehicle compromise because I use this particular vehicle that's supposed to be used for transportation to what? Kill a person. So going back to the gentleman in Colorado, he bought these weapons 
automatically with the intent of doing what he's going to do. Yeah, he did. Yeah, I mean, as I said earlier, this was a planned execution. I mean, For months. this was strategic. Because if it wasn't strategic, how would he have pulled to the back of the movie theaters, do the, you know, throw the gas in the vicinity so no one could see him? I personally feel like he had, he played not to put this on the video game, but he's been playing a little bit too much of Call of Duty. <laughs> Yo, I, you know what? I don't I don't know what this fool's been doing, man. I, I have no idea what this fool's been doing. Maybe, maybe that is it. You know, maybe he has been playing too much Call of Duty or some of these video games, or maybe he just got a funky brain. I mean, I don't I don't know. Maybe he was one of these people that that had been needed to be removed. But you know, I got a theory, man. I, I got a theory, but uh, it's nine o'clock, so we got to go to a commercial, brother, and uh, we'll be right back. But when I when I come back, Ella, I got in this theory. I've got a message for the Tea Party. If you know any Tea Parties out there, all my Tea Party people, you guys need to call in. 619-638-8559. Hit number one if you got a comment. If you don't have a comment, I just want you to listen. To all my Tea Party people out there, I got a word for you guys because there's a lot, as I always say, there's a lot going on that you don't know. Some people know about it. Some people don't. But I'm telling you, Ella, there's a lot going on out there, and I got a theory behind some of this stuff that we're seeing, some of the things that are that are upcoming. And, you know, there's people, man, it's always an agenda out there. I'm, I'm not saying that this, this Holmes guy was, was in with the government. I'm not even going that far. I think this was an individual effort. But then again, who knows? So I'm going to get a little bit conspiracy theorist with you, but I definitely got a message to the Tea Party. We'll be right back, folks. You're rocking with the KIRP radio show, number one black conservative. Southeastern United States. This is how we do it, baby. We are not politically correct. We just do what we do. We'll be right back. The number one online music tournament encompasses seven different genres, including hip-hop, R&B, country, reggae, reggaeton, pop, rock, and gospel. Music artists, log on to soundchew.com to compete for a chance to have exclusive access to music listeners across the globe. Build relationships with other music artists and music professionals, plus maximize your exposure and gain worldwide attention. Music listeners, log on now to enjoy new music from up-and-coming artists, then... Vote for the songs you like best to ensure that your favorite artist wins. Also, check out the latest in music news. Music execs and producers, scout music talent to find your next big star. Musicians and voters, sign up for SoundChew today. That's www.soundchew.com. S-O-U-N-D-C-H-E-W. Once again, that's www.soundchew.com, the number one online music tournament.
across America, the NFL and United Way are inspiring kids to get healthy and more active. Join the Play 60 movement. Pledge to Play 60 today at liveunited.org. K-I-R-P Remember this number 9.8 That's not the time on the shot clock For the seconds left in the game It's not the number of times I will light you up Nah 9.8 isn't any of that It's ounces and that makes this the life ever. Could switching to Geico really save you 15% or more on car insurance? Did the little piggy cry wee, wee, wee all the way home? You're home. Oh, cool. Thanks, Mrs. A. Geico. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. Welcome back, everybody, to the KIRP Radio Show, man. You rocking with your boy Pudgy at NC Pudgy on Twitter, KIRP Radio Show at KIRP Radio Show on Twitter as well. Uh, we're also on Facebook. That's Facebook.com slash KIRP Radio Show. And we're also on iTunes, folks, follow us, podcast, keywords, KIRP1, Radio 2, show is 3. Look us up. Find us on there. I'm also on the show with uh, my co-host, Ella Thomas, author Ella Thomas of the phenomenal, that's the closest word that I can get to it, book entitled Moving Forward Courageously. And uh, me and Ella, we're talking about this uh, Aurora, Colorado incident. We're also talking about this maniac by the name of uh, James Holmes, who uh, who committed, you know, an, an, a, a travesty. I, you know, I, I call him a terrorist. Uh, and I think that I think that name is is better better suited for this man. And and the reason this man is a terrorist is because the acts that he committed can and I, and I believe will change the dynamics of a lot of things that are going on in this country. Like you know, for example, if you look at what this man did, uh, just in, in short, in a short time, I'm talking less than 24 hours. He really changed the way the security was set up for all movie th- movie theaters that were showing this uh, Batman movie. He actually changed the way their security is done around the country single handedly by itself. You know, with with this with this terroristic act. So, you know, this man has created terror in the lives of not only the people in Colorado, but frankly, all around this country. I mean, there are people all around this country that are afraid 
I'm, I'm sure that are afraid to go watch this movie because they don't know, you know, what his motives were. You know, I, we don't know what his motives were. He, you know, in his mind, he could be a villain. He could be a Batman villain. I mean, this, this dude's a nut. You know, in his mind, he could really believe that he's a Batman villain. You know, and that's something we might just have to deal with. I mean, this psychomaniac believing he's a Batman villain. So he goes out here and, and, and does what he does in Aurora, California, um, Colorado, excuse me. Um, you know, just today, they finally got his apartment cleared, uh, and there were bombs in there. They disarmed bomb, a booby trap. He had a trip wire, uh, I guess, in the hallway or right before his door at, at Waistline. I think that's how I read it. I don't, I, it wasn't clear if that was in the hallway or, or just before the door in his apartment. Uh, but they sent a robot on the inside, and it, it uh, shot the water cannon through one bomb and disarmed that one. Uh, he also had another device that was that was uh, an explosive device or a, a simple bomb that was supposed to be equivalent to napalm. So, you know, this guy is reported that he's been planning this out for some months now. And, uh, you know, he finally carried it out. And now we look at the outcome of what he's done, what he's done. And that's to me, that's no different than any terroristic act. That's his intentions were to harm and kill and inflict serious fear and terror in the hearts of people. And I think he succeeded with that. Now, the outcome of this may be uh, laws may be changed. I mean, I, I believe right now the president is talking about it. There are other institutions that have come out here. Uh, you know, the NRA has got involved saying, hey, you know what, don't put this on us, basically. You know, this guy was a fruitcake. We don't have uh, 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 gun owners that are out here going crazy like that. Um, you know, there. if you look across social media, there are all sorts of uh, – grids and graphs and you know all sorts of inf information out there uh defending and 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 not defending you know talking about you know we should have guns and we shouldn't have guns and so i i don't i don't know what's going to come of this but i think that this man in short term was really successful in 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 the terror that he created and that's why i call this man the terrorist it's got nothing to do with race for me anytime you do an act such as this one this great you are a terrorist in my eyes you know, you, you succeeded at that. So I think that's the title he needs to wear. So when it comes to and, and, and I just read also that they sealed the court cases, they sealed the, the court documents. So now that they're sealed, a lot of people will not be talking about this. We won't get the information that we're seeking uh, from this point forward. You know, media is going to speculate from here on and it's really going to be a nightmare. It's, it's going to be uncomfortable for a lot of people because this is going to be a serious debate. Now, Ella, here's what I was going to say. Uh, about my theory about all of this. And, and you know, I, to all my Tea Partiers out there, I know a lot of Tea Party people are listening. And, uh, you know, for those that you don't... I, listen, I just went to a Tea Party uh, last week. And, Ella, man, I know you've heard about how racist the Tea Party is, brother. <laughs> yes, I have. I, I know you've had to hear about how racist the Tea Party is, especially early in the presidential campaign. And, uh, you know, everybody, it's no secret, I was campaigning for Obama all around this country, did records about it, I did some of everything. I was out there, man, full-fledged, believing it, hoping in, hoping in, uh, what's, what's his word, hoping in change, hoping and looking for a change. And, uh, <laughs> you know, throughout the course, but I thank God for that, man, because throughout the course of hoping and looking for a change, I did receive a change, uh, a spiritual change, and I was directed in, in the direction of, information that I probably wouldn't have my hands on today. You know, there's a lot of facts out there, despite my emotional connection with the President Obama. I mean, the first black president, are you kidding? Yo, listen, Clinton 
you know, wore that title and people laughed about it. But there were a lot of black folks out there, especially black Democrats that were out there. And, and they were real about that, man. They're, they're, you know, black Clinton was the first black president to them, you know, to a lot of people. So when President Obama came along and, and, and this this show is not about him. Let me let me just make that real clear. This dude got enough credit and he's got enough promo. It's, it's, it's so not about him. I'm not even giving him that just do. We talk about him enough. But, uh, you know, listen, man, there, there's a lot of people who believe that, you know, Clinton was the first black president. And when President Obama came along, you know, it was the timing was right. The candidates were right. You know, I've, I've argued with a lot of lot of Democrats that have said, uh, you know, well, who else were we going to pick McCain? Man, I got no comeback for that. I got no comeback for that, you know. The sad part to me is I'm 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 sorry that uh Governor Palin had to be dragged into this because you know despite what people believe and despite you know how she portrayed herself in some of the interviews that she just crashed and burned on, let's just keep it 100. You know, she she made herself look, you know, pretty pathetic in 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 some places and during some interviews. I just call it what it is. I call it like I see it. But if you look at her record and you look at some of the things she did, what's in black and white? This woman was a phenomenal administrator. She was a phenomenal governor. She did great things in Alaska. Great things. So, you know, hey, man, my hat's off to her. So I'm sorry she had to come along and get in that mess. But let, let me speed up here for a second. So when President Obama came along, there were a lot of people that went, hey, you know what? I'm going to vote for this man. I haven't voted in 20 years, but I'm going to vote this time because we all want it. And, 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 and black Republicans agree there were white people out there who who felt guilty for what the hell if I know probably didn't have a racist bone in their body, but they felt guilty just because, you know, just because black folks, we good at making white people feel guilty when we start talking about slavery. Call it what it is. Damn it. It is what it is. So I, it's the truth, man. It's the truth. Black folks know I'm telling the truth. White folks know I'm telling the truth. Everybody know I'm telling the damn truth. It's simple. We're good at making people it's two things that I know black folks are good at, and I'm from the hood. I can speak on this. I've never been called an Uncle Tom, and, and, and you know, I, I know the truth about the Uncle Tom book. I know this and that. Save that drama. But I'm saying I've never been called those those names that a lot of black Republicans get called or independents or black tea parties. I, I never get called those names because people know where I'm at, where I am. They know where I'm from. They know what I do. You know, it's even kill for all people. Either you're right or you're wrong. I happen to agree with people outside of the Democrats. I don't agree with the Democrats. I've seen what the Democrats have done through all of my life. I've voted Democrat, and I've seen no difference happen. I've seen the scraps that they give black folks and then have black people be happy about giving, being given scraps. I've seen this over and over and over for the last 40, 50 years, especially in North Carolina for over 100 years, if I'm not mistaken. I've seen all Democrats run the party, and I see the outcome of it. I'm sick of that. Today I'm an independent. Okay, and I lean a whole lot to the right. I got my show to lean on the right. You know what I'm saying? Because I've tried the left already. So despite all those things that I was just talking about, despite all this drama, really getting back on topic, here's what I want to say. I went to a tea party, and this is not my first rodeo. For all you folks out there that know me or maybe seen me at different tea parties, hell, I don't know how many I've been to now, but I've been to several tea parties. And the only thing you get sick of in a tea party is all the love your black ass gets shown if you're a black guy. Because you know what? They happy as hell, majority. Majority of the time, it's more white folks in the tea party than black. Duh. I mean, we know what it is. People are scared to say, say this stuff, man. Ella, they're scared to talk about what's, what's the damn truth, what's right before your eyes. And it is what it is. People, we got to get over ourselves, man. Get over these words. It is what it is. 
So you go to a tea party, and the only thing you might get sick of is all the love, the hugs, the God bless you, the I appreciate you, the how can I help you, the I'm sick of being called a racist and I don't hate people. And, you know, that's the only thing you might get sick of is the love that you get shown in a damn tea party. So where, where folks get off and they want to argue about how much hate they see in a tea party, I have not seen it. If you get off your ass and go to a tea party, and I'll come pick your ass up and take you to one. If you decide to get off your butt and stop reading into what these Democrats are throwing out there to you, all this garbage, and by God knows I don't mean all Democrats. There are some Democrats out there that are conservative and think with their head on straight, but they probably they probably just don't want to switch parties or, or, or whatever their deal is. I don't care. But at the end of the day, the Tea Parties are not all racist. Now, there may be some out there. Hell, there may be a Klan party that they might disguise as a Tea Party. I don't know. You know what I mean? But I have not been to a tea party not one time in my life where I felt uncomfortable other than grown men giving me a hug and touching my face with their face. I just don't like that. I don't want your ear to touch my face. If you're a man, I can't rock with it. Just don't feel right. You know what I'm saying? But listen, man, there's a whole lot of love being shown, a lot of information. There's literature all over the place. People are speaking from the heart. They're talking about the Constitution. You can learn a thing or two. If you go to a tea party and they're racist, everybody's got iPhones today. People are doing all this social media. You're seeing people Twitter pictures. They've been Twittering videos and putting videos on Facebook. I have not seen one. Show me one and I'll believe you. But until then, can we please kill the tea party is racist Blah, 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 bull crap. I had a few choice words, but I, I held them back. Thank you, Jesus. I'm doing better, folks. I'm doing better. A whole lot of people praying for me. But at the end of the day, here's my message to the Tea Party. First of all, and I didn't plan to say this. First of all, to you Tea Partyers out there, y'all keep rocking, man. Y'all keep doing what you're doing. Because I, I know a lot of big business. I know a lot of big government has infiltrated what I would like to call the upper tier or the upper threshold or the government parts of the Tea Party. I understand that. I see that. I know establishment want you guys because they want your votes. But to the Tea Party, y'all keep rocking. Keep rocking. Keep doing what you're doing. Keep putting information out there. Keep having your rallies. Keep making your calls, doing your emails, and keep supporting the candidates that you support who you know will keep those true Constitution values when they get in office. And keep holding people accountable because you guys do a hell of a job at that. And if anybody was smart, they would look at what you were doing and maybe start their own or join you guys and do the same thing. That's number one. That's the first thing I want to say to the Tea Party. The second thing I want to say to the Tea Party, and I need a drink for this. Excuse me. That was that, that was pretty good too. That was cold. The ice melted in there. But anyway, <clears throat> what are you drinking? Uh, some kind of grape juice. I I ain't sure what it is. It might be a company okay. brand, but I think it's the generic kind. But uh, <laughs> anyway, okay. just check it on. Just check it on you. Yeah, yeah. We ain't we ain't doing no. I ain't I ain't drinking today, man. I I need a drink after that Aurora stuff and and with all the garbage that's going on out here. But um, uh, the second thing I want to say to the tea party is, y'all better look out. Because when you have these tea parties, and and you guys might need to quote this. I want to see somebody write it down, quote it, because all tea parties need to know. They're working on you guys. They're working on y'all, and here's what's going to happen. Incidents like this guy in Aurora. Let me let me tell you something about what's going on with Occupy Wall Street. And I'm not going to tell you where I got the information from. Let's just I'm just going to tell you that it's legit. These people are training. They're training on constitutional law. They're training in combat. They're going to get their gun license. 
And when you go out, you tea partiers, when you guys go out and continue, because you've always had peaceful rallies, by the way, this is factual information too. When you guys go out and you're exercising your right to bear arms, you know, you're talking about your Second Amendment rights and you have your guns out there and all you're doing is displaying your right to have your firearm at your rally, you better look out for people that are infiltrating like these Occupy Wall Street nuts because there's a certain, and I'm not saying all of them, I just know this to be a fact. I know that they're combat training. I know that they're gun training. I know that they're constitutional training. I know that they're being vetted in these classes. They're, see, now they're reorganizing. I know that they're more so structured now to have a leader, a one particular person, a spokesperson, rather than just picking someone out in the group. Because you guys always know when you pick somebody out in the group, they might act up if they haven't been vetted properly. Because a lot of times they're speaking from emotion. But you guys better watch out because just as sure as I'm sitting here, it's going to be guys or, or females or individuals just like this James Holmes guy who are going to plan to come to your tea party and they're going to be strapped. And when the shots ring out, it's going to all go on your shoulders. It's going to all belong to the tea parties because you guys have been peaceful long enough, according to them. You better watch out for new faces, new people that's coming in, trying to infiltrate, find out where they come from, what they want. And and also look out when you're having your own rallies, even if you know everybody there, because I know you guys are welcoming, because I've always been welcome. Always been welcome. Let, make that a point. So you better look out for people that are hanging around, other people that are out bearing their arms and, and, and what their intentions are. And, 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 and here's a suggestion, and I don't know if people do this, but when you have your rallies, you might need to ask for more police protection or police presence. Have your own security. Have people out there looking out. Have people dedicated to looking around to see what's going on, finding out who's hiding out in the alley, who's hanging across the street, who's watching, who's a part but not really a part of what's going on. Because the first time the shots ring out, it's going to all belong to you guys. And, and when this happens all over the country, you're going to have all these anti-gun folks use these situations to drive their agenda just like they're doing this Colorado issue just like they're doing this Colorado incident. And then some of the some of these liberal nuts that are going to come out here talking about some of these tea parties and how they're so anti-tea party, some of these liberal nuts are going to really get down and start saying, you know what, we really do need to get rid of the guns because these are the people who speak for the Second Amendment and look how they're acting. I'm telling y'all just as sure as I'm sitting here, you tea parties, just as sure as I'm standing here right now, pardon me, you Tea Party folks, y'all need to keep rocking, but be careful. Be careful because people are plotting, people are planning, and we don't know what's up to come. We don't know what's coming up later. We don't know what's going to go on. We don't know what's going to happen. But there are people planning to infiltrate what you guys have going on. Your peaceful rallies, your constitutional, your constitutional uh, uh, seminars or your rallies. These people do not want you to have these. They don't want you to do it successfully. We've seen Occupy Wall Street at work, and I'm not talking about all groups because, like I told you guys way back, I support the premise of individuals of America legal binding the citizens getting together and saying, hey, you know what? I'm sorry, legal citizens getting together and saying, hey, you know what? Let's assemble and let's talk about the issues. Let's assemble and talk about what the establishment or what the government needs to do. Yeah, I support that, man. You got the right to do that, and I support that. 
you know what I mean? But when it when it start, when, you know, when when it all, when it when the s hits the fans, I'm trying to hold these words back. Thank you, Jesus. When the stuff hits the fan, it's all gonna be blamed on you guys because they've already been there. We've seen their work, where they start out peaceful and and civil arrest breaks out. We've seen them do this. So next up is gonna be them infiltrating you guys. So to the Tea Party, you guys got some reorganizing to do. Just a little bit. Just a little bit. Ellen, we gotta go to a commercial, yes, brother. And uh, okay, after this commercial, we gonna we gonna come right back. And uh, I I just want to ask you about a few more things, man. And we gonna talk about some more of these gun laws and some of these other things out here. You guys rocking with the KLRP Radio Show six one nine six three eight eight five five nine is the number. If you wanna hit us up, hit number one. If you got a comment, and we'll try to get you on the queue. I'll start taking calls after this. If not, you can just listen, man. That's what we you know we support you just coming on the show, just listening to my tea party, folks. Y'all rock on, man. And to anybody out there who's saying Pudgy don't know what he's talking about or Pudgy talking reckless or he ain't ever been to a tea party, you know, let the people speak, man. You you get off your butt, organize a little small trip, everybody get together, and you guys go to a tea party of your own. I mean, I, who's stopping you? Instead of listening to what people are telling you, who's stopping you guys from going to your own tea party in your neighborhood? They have them all the time. There's nobody stopping you guys from going out, doing what you're doing trying to find out what's happening at these tea parties so you can report some of this stuff that is happening, so you can talk about some of the things that you see, so you can put the truth out there. You don't have to listen to my truth. You tell your truth. You get the video and do your thing, you know? Don't don't take me for it. Don't, you know, don't, don't, don't take my word as the law. I'm just telling you what I see, baby. That's all I know. What I see is what I know. What I feel is what I feel. You rocking with the KRP radio show, baby. Number one, black conservative show, southeastern United States. Independent is the way. We'll be right back. thousand North Carolina families are affected by autism. One out of every 110 children born today will be diagnosed with autism. If you have any questions or need support, we can help. The Autism Society of North Carolina can be reached at 800-442-2762. Again, that's 800-442-2762. Remember, 60,000 North Carolina families are affected by autism, and one out of every 110 children born will be diagnosed with autism as well. If you need to reach them by the web, the address is www.autismsociety-nc.org. You can also reach them on Facebook, Twitter, and you can reach them on YouTube. Love somebody today.
Sound Shoe, the number one online music tournament, encompasses seven different genres, including hip-hop, R&B, country, reggae, reggaeton, pop, rock, and gospel. Music artists, log on to SoundChew.com to compete for a chance to have exclusive access to music listeners across the globe. Build relationships with other music artists and music professionals, plus maximize your exposure and gain worldwide attention. Music listeners, log on now to enjoy new music from up-and-coming artists, then vote for the songs you like best to ensure that your favorite artist wins. Also, check out the latest in music news. Music execs and producers, scout music talent to find your next big star. Musicians and voters, sign up for SoundChew today. That's www.soundchew.com. S-O-U-N-D-C-H-E-W. Once again, that's www.soundchew.com, the number one online music tournament. K-I-R-P Radio! America, the NFL and United Way are inspiring kids to get healthy and more active. Join the Play 60 movement. Pledge to Play 60 today at liveunited.org. For all your trucking needs, make sure you contact Allen's Trucking LLC. That's Allen's Trucking LLC, owner Brian Allen and BA Welding Incorporated. For all your trucking or your welding needs or transportation needs across the country, make sure you contact Allen's Trucking LLC out of Winston-Salem, North Carolina. Their number is 919-426-5455. Again, 919-426-5455. If you have transportation needs and you need to get your equipment there on time, make sure you contact Allen's Trucking LLC. You know who it is without a doubt and hesitation. If money talks, I got my masters in communication. But I don't run it, I run it for a hundred. Ever since I was a young and been hungry, it's Paul Bunyan. You've been so fixed to plumbing. I'm a beast in the game, you run it. And if this ain't what you call hip hop, it must be bungee jumping. East side on my arm. Three stripes on my sneakers, and even if they slip us, they better be Adidas. Everybody to the KIRP radio show. KIRP radio show. Gotta slow it down for some of you folks out there. Talk a little fast, might be a little bit fast for you. Like talk like a pimp, like one of them Chicago pimps. I know somebody who know all about them. 
Uh, one of them Chicago pimps, baby. Talk to your fans, baby. Show you how to get down, baby. On the strip, on the track. I mean, see, I'm, you know, I'm not a pimp. I can't even get it right. If I call the uh, what they call the track, is where the girls walk at. Ella, what you know about that? Man, ever since your girl Nicki Minaj came out that dang song and having all these little kids singing it, man, all I know is that, bro. Look, I grew up in the projects. I have seen some things I wish my eyes had never seen, but I'm glad I was able to be introduced to them. But when I become a father. I can tell my child about the the ways that your father has come up. Not necessarily that you need to experience them. So I'm giving you a platform from which to launch. You don't have to go to the same places I was. So that trap that you're talking about, my brother, I'm staying away from that trap. Well, I, I if man, if I had my wishes, and, and you know, here's why I guess I bump heads with some other conservatives because man, I. You know, the Christ in me, man, the God in me, I want to help everybody. I, I wish that we could help everybody. But you know, the boss in me, the pop in me, the, the, the just regular person, man in me, hardworking individual understands that, you know, you can't help everybody. And, you know, if you do help everybody, people won't have that fight of their own. And, uh, right. you know, it, it's just not possible. I, I think there are, there are different things out there. There are different ways, to you know, that, that feels uh, – placeholders to help everybody out there there are different things that can help you if you're willing to go get that help and move on and uh i, I really believe if if we if our government looked at things that way uh life would be better for all of us if they if they looked at things simply just based on the fact that if i help you you got to help me uh not i help you in these conditions and we keep you here and keep helping you that that's not beneficial for the individual it's beneficial for the government you know but because they get to play mm-hmm. mom and daddy you know, and, right. and that's that's just not suitable. That's just not the way to go. But you know, that's where they're going. That's where they're headed. And you know, these gun laws are no different. It's just like you know, you can't have this toy to play with because you might hurt yourself. You know, when we're not kids, man. We're adults, and you know, adults can take care of themselves in large part. And for the people who can't take care of themselves, of course, we should have something in place for them. Of course. They should be helped. Of course, they should be taken care of to an extent. Now, if they if they can't take care of themselves at all. You know, listen, we got no choice. This is America. I mean, you know, this is the land of the free, they say. So we need to take care of those citizens. They they should be taken care of to, you know, and, and have a nice, proper life. But if, if people weren't abusing the system, we could take care of those people more properly. I mean, we can't hardly take care of our veterans because of all the, you know, the other things that we have going on, all the other money that they're, they're taking and spending it ridiculous, you know, all over the place for whatever reason. So, you know, I, you know, the God in me wants to help everybody, man. I, I love people, man. I, I want to see people do good. I want to see people do well. I don't want to see anybody do bad. You know, if I had means, I would definitely help everybody, but it's not conditional, you know? It's not. Well, you know, I'm going to tell you this. I'm going to tell you this. Before we get back on track, and I'm glad you brought this point. Even giving my talent, giving my gift to help those who are dealing with spiritual, emotional, physical, financial challenges, right, and still living a life of power and purpose, even then, um, I need a person to want and have a desire to become greater. Does that make sense to you? It makes because perfect sense. Situation, I can I cannot pacify a grown man or a grand a grown woman who want who has chosen to wallow in self pity, who has chosen to wallow in their past affliction. Guess what? We all have a past. Everyone, most of us did not grow up in ideal conditions, but yet. How did the people who succeeded succeed? Because they decided I'm not going to be the statistic that needs the the social 
the socialist mindset of the government. I'm going to make a way for myself. Now, I will help you come out of that mindset where you are, but you're going to have to want to first. Yeah. And the problem is we have a lot of individuals who've decided that I'm just going to accept where I am in my life, but yet in that acceptance, I'm going to make you responsible for taking care of me, which I disagree with. Man. I don't think people look at it like that, though, Ella. And you know what? It's not that I think. I know folks don't look at it like that. I mean, in 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 a lot of ways, um, there are a lot of people that believe that they deserve to be taken care of for whatever reason. And uh, you know, in large part, let, man, I'm I'm trying to sugarcoat it, and I'm not comfortable. Let me just say it like this: There's a lot of black folks. There's a lot of black folks out there that believe because our black ancestors were slaves, they believe that we deserve something, that we should be repaid somehow, uh, that society owes us a debt or an apology or something like that. And I don't disagree with an apology for slavery. I don't disagree with that, you know. But I, I don't know any uh, individuals that are still alive from that era that are per se owed something. Now, now let me let me keep it funky now. I'll keep it all the way funky, brother. If it were, if, if I were a former slave, right, and I know this goes against everything Frederick Douglass says, but I'm just I'm just saying for real, if I was a former slave, Yes, I would probably say that I should be recognized differently or not owe something, but I would want an apology for being wronged in my life. Because I'm the same guy who, when I spend my money at a pizza store and that pizza doesn't look right, or if I walk up to a store in general and I go to buy something and I'm not greeted properly at that store or they act like they don't want my business, I won't go back. So, you know, my stores are limited these days. I don't have many stores I can go into because customer service, customer no service, as Clark Howard says. Shout out to my man Clark Howard. Customer no service stinks today. So, you know, my stores are limited. But, you know, I I, I feel like if, if I were a slave, and I know this is a total other show, uh, but if I were a slave, I would feel a sense to being owed something. But I, we can't even go there. Like I, I won't even go there because I'm not a slave. And there aren't any people who lived as slaves in the communities today. They're not. There's no not these people aren't left. If they if they are, they are definitely less than point zero one percent of the population. And I'm I'm not laughing about it, but I'm just saying if those people are alive today, hell I would give them I I think they deserve a personal apology. But you know, I don't think anybody's I don't know where people get this from, man, that they feel like they are owed something just because you're in America. You're here, so make the – the biggest thing is you're here, so make the best of it. You know, I know that the jobs are limited, but a lot of times we limit ourselves to the jobs we're willing to take, you know? And if you're a professional and you have your degrees and or you have the experience and, you know, maybe your job just went away and, you know, you feel like, hey, I need – this kind of job to take care of my family. I totally get that. But don't give up on the job that you could get temporarily for a job that you don't have and then blame it to society saying that, you know, they owe you a debt. It, it, it just doesn't work that way, man. I, I, I Listen, I know people like that. I know plenty of people like that who feel like, well, they've been taxing me, so, you know, I should be able to get this money or you know, let's get the system for this. Let's get the system for that, man. You know, screw the government, man. I, I don't care about them. But at the same time, I want people to prosper. You know, I, I'm seriously, I, I want people to prosper. I, I care about the people within the government, not the government itself. You know, the, the people of the republic is what really matter. And that's the only reason they're there. So, you know, 
hey, man, that's the only reason we elect them, you know, is to take care of the people of the republic, to be a representative of what we want. And I guarantee you people aren't paying attention to what they're giving up when it comes to being on the government or having to live on or deal with solely on the government. If you're doing it to come up, I, I get it. I, if, if you you got to do what you got to do to make it, man. I, I get that. But just laying back saying, "Lay, I'm not going to do anything, and I'm not going to do this and do that. I mean, why don't they? Look, isn't this healthy right here, Ella? Isn't this healthy? Wouldn't this fix a lot of the situations if they would simply say, if government officials would simply agree that you could do 20 hours of community service per week for your assistance? What is wrong with that? Actually, that's pretty powerful. But I'm gonna take one step further, Pudgy. You know, you know me. You know, I get into, I get into like the the interworkers of everything because I'm just, just like thinking. You know what I mean? I was born yeah. into that. I think. Um, taking that into consideration, but also realizing that okay, let's see if it can. You know, public systems, right? Let's say yeah. just take that for example, and you you experience some hard times, whether that's unemployment or whether that's um public assistance, what have you, you get some type of financial relief from the government, all right? Now, in addition to that, this is my opinion, so we actually have counselors everywhere when you're in debt. What about the counselors that say, you know what, we need to put together a strategic plan or business plan for your life, for your substance, for, for what you're getting, because this is going to run out at an extra period of time. So what we need to do is, A, start thinking about entrepreneurship, B, go into training, or C, um, getting you the training necessary to acquire a job. I hear so much about, you know, the job, the job, the job. Let me tell you something. I, I, I admire Napoleon Hill, the author of Think and Grow Rich, and I'm going to tell you why. This gentleman who survived the, the market crash of, you know, many years ago, right? Yeah. And over he said, he said something. He said, you know what, when I realized that the job that I had was disappearing, it was against my own will. My mind had to shift into a different dimension where I could no longer rely on anyone else but my talent, my thoughts, and my own creativity, and therefore I had to um, create the means of my success because thousands of individuals back then at the market crash were committing suicide. And now wow. it seems like we're, still, we're in a similar spirit where – the, the depression is such a high in a high rate. Okay, let's think about this for a moment. In the event I cannot get a job, does that mean I am entitled to talk about the whys and the what's and who's to blame? Okay. Am I entitled? Am I entitled to say, you know what? Um, <laughs> the, the market sucks. Therefore, I'm unemployed, and therefore I'm a drink. I'm a pick up this addiction. I'm a be smoking. I'm a do these things. Let me tell everyone something. Yes, the times that we're facing as a people is very difficult. However, why aren't we shifting our mindset to become conglomerates of our own thinking, of our own Man. enterprises, and finding ways that we can accumulate funds to fund our visions and our purpose? The reason why most people are not successful, and I'm sorry we're getting passionate about this, Pudgy, is because people have not found their purpose. Purpose is the mechanism that keeps people out of trouble. It's the reason that people will proceed. It's the reason why people will, ex- will become.
become greater individuals. Do not get mad at me if I'm part of the 20% that actually is accumulated wealth because I decided that <laughs> as a black man, I was not going to give into the social capitalistic mindset that the government has. I decided that, you know what, God blessed me to be a writer, blessed me to be a speaker. How can I utilize this? Where are the funds for this type of, this type of thinking? I can create my own business. The reason why most people do it, Besides, like a purpose, is because they do not want to work for anything anymore. Sorry, get him! I just had to get it. I just had to get it in. Get him, Alan! Get him! Get him, Alan! <laughs> get him! I heard the passion in you tonight, boy. See, that's what happens when you get a guy with an NBA passionate right there. Y'all heard him? Everything he said was proper, like, but he was on point. <laughs> get him, Alan! I love it, man. I'm, I listen. I'm I tired, Pudgy. I'm tired. I deal with people on a daily basis, and the negativity is so strong. The spirit of negativity. I'm like, I'm rebuking the devil now because think about this for a moment, Pudgy. I had talked. I, I did a speaking engagement for a group of young African American men yesterday. Okay. Mm-hmm. And let me tell you something real quick. I told them, based upon expectations of family and those who saw my mom going through a particular transition, said I was supposed to die before the age of 18. I was supposed to be in gangs before the age of 18. I was supposed to be in prison. I was supposed to be a drug dealer. And isn't it interesting that family members that everyone held so highly who had the, who had the trophies, who, who, whose family was financially fluent, were the same ones who found themselves in prison because of domestic violence. They're the same ones who found themselves in jail because of slang and drugs. They're the same ones who found themselves incarcerated because of their gang affiliation. And look where I am at. If, if, if I, as an individual, who had the impositions of being this particular horrible person, how is it? that I have risen from the ashes of nothingness to becoming a very profound individual speaker and sought after individual of teaching. How is that? You know what it is? It's nothing different than I'm doing from anybody else. It's the fact that I identified thanks to God with my purpose was, and I did it without fear. Mm. Good God. That's all I got to say about it. (laughs) You're on fire, man. But you know what? You 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 hit the nail on the head several times, by the way. But I mean, you're exactly right because people don't desire to do much, man. Uh, people just a, a lot of folks just want to barely make it, or some people like you know, hey, man, this is good enough for me. That that's the one that I hate right there. You know, when folks say this is good enough for me, but in their mind. You know, they desire to do so many different things. They desire to go so many places. They desire to have so much. But the worth the work ethnic doesn't match their desire. And when it when it goes wrong, it's somebody's fault. And and you know, that's the one that bothers me because I, I also know that same type of mentality will break you, man, and will, will keep you locked not only in your mindset, but also in the physical, it keep you locked in one place sometimes forever, you know, to have you not wanting to do anything, it'll have you not wanting to be motivated about or, or, or making any plans to do anything positive or to be motivated about, you know, the plans that you have already. There's a lot of people out there that are stuck in that rut, man. So I, I commend people like yourself when they take their talents and, and bring them to life, you know, authors, uh, people, script writers or, Actors, even you know, playwriters or, or, or what may have you, all, grassroots organizations, and and etc. Man, I, I commend you guys who you know take it upon yourself and make things happen. And you know, I understand, and and this is why I don't ever mind paying people 
for doing what they do for me because I, I understand time is money. And I also understand sometimes your grassroots or sometimes your nonprofit or, you know, what you have going on, it, it, it takes funds to operate. You don't have the big donors and this, that, and the other. I get that. I understand that totally. And, uh, you know, that's something that I say to, you know, all folks out there who have their own businesses, all folks out there who desire to have your own businesses. Look, man, people do not mind paying what they get. Not anybody uh, that you want as a customer or not anybody that you call a friend. You know, I got a friend, my my friend Rashad Woods and and my partner Rashad, um, you know, he he and his wife have an organization called A Travel Beyond uh, where they book vacations. And and I don't mean just like Myrtle Beach, you know, not knocking Myrtle Beach. I just went there. So I ain't knocking nobody Myrtle Beach vacation, but I'm not just talking about the beach here and there or, you know, a trip to the zoo. I'm talking about traveling beyond, taking cruises, and, you know, they go through the the time to put the trips together and organizing things and make sure that they go proper like. And, and from what I've seen and what I've heard and what I've noticed and what I know, you know, everything that they do on these tours, all these travels beyond that they take, you know, all these trips that they plan have grown, gone smooth. You know, everything is what you want. You're getting more than what you pay for. But, you know... In saying that, I understand. So I'll be a fool to say, hey, man, you know, can I get a trip for free? You know, I'll get you back later. You know, they already go above and beyond, and, and I'm picking on them. I'm bragging on them because I, I like what they do in terms of their organization because I know people desire to travel. People want to go to Jamaica. Man, I haven't been. I want to go to Jamaica, too, and I'm going. I'm, tra- I'm going with them. As a matter of fact, eventually, you know. I've been to so, Jamaica. Yeah, so they do the Jamaica trips, and they do the Bahamas trips, and Listen, man, I know people want to go there. We see it on TV, and it's so beautiful and so nice and warm and sunny. You know, people want to do these things. But, folks, you got to understand that sometimes, even if it's a friend, you got to take care of that person monetarily. You you got to pay for what you're getting. And, and look, Ella, let me tell you also something what they do is they break the trips up into monthly installments. I mean, oh, wow. you, you might... Man, I, I never heard of it either. I, I thought that was like crazy. I mean, I've heard of people doing that, putting their money in the banking installments, but they actually break it up for you in installments where you pay, you know, $100 this month or like $100 the next six months. So I think it was $75 for like six months and your trip is paid for. I mean, something crazy. It might be more or less than that, but that's just ridiculous that. That's powerful. I mean,. You know what I mean? You you follow me here? To me, that's amazing that you could put something together like that. So in doing what they're doing for me, for what I believe and for what I see, they're taking people internationally that would have never went any other way. Let's just call it what it is. You know, I've seen pictures of large groups of people, man, in, in, in Jamaica with them having a ball. You know, in the Bahamas with them having a ball. Other, you know, his wife just came from the Essence Festival. A lot of people would like to go to the Essence Festival. So these are the type of things that you folks need to do out there who don't desire or have any more will to keep going or just I don't want to do this business or I'm, I'm afraid to do this business or I'm afraid to plan. And, you know, this is what I'm talking about. You got to get creative, get down, you know, anchor down, buckle down, do your homework and do the work and you will be successful. But you have to take a chance and the government will not do this for you. The government cannot, do not want and will not do this for you. They don't want this. They don't want you to have this. They don't want you to have your own homes. You know, if that were the case, all these crook ass mortgages wouldn't have been out here. You know, they wanted people to lose these houses. I'm serious. It's, it's all a setup, man. It's all a setup. They, they, they don't want this. You know, they don't want this stuff to happen, man. So, 
you know, like I said, man, I commend you guys. I commend Contessa Woods and, and my, my partner Rashad. I commend them. And 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 by the way, folks, just in case you guys don't know, um, they're also having, or I'll say we're also having because I'm, I'm down with them in in organizing and planning this, or at least trying to make the event happen. Um, we're having a a, a, a give a, a back to school event. This is the second annual event. Shout out to the CG4C. Conservatives for Guilford County, C4GC, excuse me, Conservatives for Guilford County. They are BIG. They always come through, help us out getting donations. Yeah, man. So they're having a kickball event, back to school event. You know, we're going to play some kickball. We're going to eat some food. We're going to have a good time. Music. We're going to have a little fun. Bring the kids out for all you. If you know anybody out there who needs school supplies, we don't know what we're going to have. We have no idea. This, this, This event is organized by the Woods family. They put it together, along with several other people who are gonna, like myself, who are gonna jump in and help out any way that we can, and uh, we're, we're trying to get donations for that. So, you know, you folks, you know, look for the event on Facebook. It's it's, uh, it's the back to school event, and uh, or back to school kickoff. Excuse me. You can find it on my page. You can find it on the KIRP Radio Show page, and in a week or so, it'll be on KIRPRadioShow.com. And, uh, you know, look me up, man. Call me, send an email, kirpradio at gmail.com. Send us an email. And, you know, we're on it. We'll give you guys more information about it. If you can donate a pack of paper, we would appreciate it. If you can donate a pack of pencils for a few kids, we would appreciate it. Anything that you can give is going to go for all these kids of the community. We're going to have it in Greensboro, North Carolina. I believe the date is August. Oh, man, he's going to kill me because I can't remember the date. And uh, I'm sorry, you guys got to get back with me on that. But, you know, look for it, man. It's out there. We'll put the information out there. And, uh, you know, so you guys can donate. Or maybe you maybe you need something. Maybe 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 you're down and out and you don't have something. Your kids need a pack of paper. Your kids need a pencil. Or, or your kids need their school supplies or what may have you. Uh, they got the list. They're checking it twice. They're taking all the donations. Don't matter if you're naughty or you're nice. I know y'all like that, right? Because I'm, I'm a rapper, so I can put that stuff together like that. But anyway, had to bring a little Christmas flavor in there early, baby. But um, anyway, man, the back to school event. I mean, it's just, it's just a little bit of what folks are doing out here. How people are giving back. It's gonna be uh, on the 26th. Just got a message. See, this is what I, this is what I like, baby. These people are Johnny on the spot. They're listening to the show. I love it. So. Listen, man, it's people out here working, man. That's all I got to say. There are people out there working. There are people out there doing positive things. And uh, this is what we want, man. And and, and speaking on positive, I got to give one more person a shout-out. Dan Forrest, Lieutenant Governor. We got to elect this guy, man. This guy's awesome. He just made it out the primary, out of the runoff. He is the man for North Carolina. I promise you, this is to all my Democrat friends out there. All you guys that want to vote straight ticket are going to vote straight ticket. I want you to think twice this time, will you? Please, please, because I guarantee you, you don't even know who the lieutenant governor for North Carolina is. He's been absent. No one knows this man. I'm not even going to call his name out for you. Just vote for Dan Forrest. This is who we want to vote for. Dan Forrest, that's the man we want. We don't, we don't want to vote for the other guy. I'm not even going to tell you his name. We're not going to vote for the other guy because I guarantee you, you guys don't know who he is. He's been invisible. He hasn't been out front. He hasn't been out here. He's not doing what he needs to do for North Carolina. He's just been collecting the check. Let's try to get him up out of there. Let's pay somebody who's going to do a good job. Serious. You know, get up out of here. Let's let's pay somebody who's going to do a good job, man. But, um, you know, shout out to Dan Forrest, man. And, and like I said, shout out to Travel Beyond. 
Uh, my man Rashad Woods, also my partner in, in the organization. We got a call. I love being a black father. Uh, also next month we're going to be in Wilson, North Carolina. Ella, if you can make it, I hope you can. We're doing a hip hop summit slash town hall. Uh, Lamonique Hamilton, she's involved. We got the Tom's family; they're involved. Tom's Family Foundation. You know, a bunch of people are jumping in and chipping in with this. I'm going to call the Durham Gang Unit, see if I can't bring them out. And it's just going to be two to three hours of conversation from, you know, one citizen to the other. I I love Wilson, North Carolina. That's my home. So if I can do something better for that city, I will. So I'm going there. We're going to do a hip-hop summit in town hall. We're going to bring the people in, talk about our concerns. We're going to learn some slang, learn about what your kids are talking about. Serious, we're going to, we're going to learn about what this music is talking about. For all you old-timers out there who don't know what this what this music is talking about from, from any genre, you know, this, these slang terms that they use. You got to know what your I kids are talking about. You, you, exactly. I, I'm serious. You got, you got it. Listen, it's important that we know what our kids are doing. It's important that we know what they're talking about. They could be talking about sex right before our ears and our eyes, and we not have no clue. I thought I knew. I thought I was up on the terms. Come to find out, I'm getting old, too. So we need this. Mm-hmm. I got some young people involved that's going to come in, and they're going to help us out. And I, and I think it's going to be a beautiful experience. But that's going to be sponsored by KIRP, and I love being a black father, loving father society. We're going to go out there in Wilson, NC. Don't have the date yet. It's tentative, and uh, we'll let you guys know. So B.I.G. shout-out to Rashad. B.I.G. shout-out to Contessa Woods also. Uh, Travel Beyond. Um, don't forget about the event, the kickball event that we got coming up next month. It's going to be on August 26th. I got the date because these folks are on the spot just like their tours. Just like their vacations, they're on the spot, so they got me the information like ASAP. So August 26th this year, 1010 Duke Street, Greensboro, North Carolina, from 2 to 7 p.m. We're going to be out there. Bring your bags. Come out. You're going to participate. You're going to have a good time. Get your nails painted. Get your face painted. Come get a balloon. Play some kickball with us. Get your stuff. Go home. Thank God that there's people out there that's willing to help folks. All right? So these, these are a few events that we got going on. I hope you guys will participate. And like I said, another B.I.G. shout-out to my man Dan Forrest, who just came out of the primary. Love that guy. He's doing great things. And uh, you know what? Dan, you got help over here. I'll be calling you guys shortly to find out how I can offer my expertise to you guys in, in a larger scale. And uh, let's win this election. Um, shout out to everybody out there on Twitter, man. All the Twitter followers out there. The Twitter has been going nuts. Uh, we need more followers. You guys follow at KIRP Radio Show. Also the Facebook, you know, follow us on there. And, uh, you know, we're doing what we can do, man. Get my man Ella's book. Ella, tell them where they can get your book from, please, sir. Well, I'm going to tell you this. You can get it at Amazon.com. Um, any individual, I'm going to let you know, I'm not saying this is because I'm the author of this. This is definitely divinely inspired. It's a good book, man. It's a good book. Sorry. If you're dealing with anything spiritual, emotional, physical, or financial, if you've actually found yourself in a, a rut, don't know how to get out of it, but the goal is for each and every person with whom I come in contact to live in power and purpose. You were designed as phenomenal individuals, and unfortunately we're living in some substandard lives, subpar lives, and for what reason? It's because oftentimes the challenges that we face are putting us in predicaments that are too oppressing to overcome. Therefore, we would rather look to an easier way to deal with it. You're not living if you're just existing. So you can find it at Amazon.com, IamMFC.com, and soon you'll be able to get it on KRP radio show. Um, Pudgy will definitely have a link on there for your individuals. I know there's roughly about 4 million plus individuals. Look, definitely get the book. If not, do this. 
I'm also running a campaign called Help Us to Help a Million. If you don't want to buy a book, that's fine. You can donate as little as a dollar on upwards to anything that you want. We are partnering with a, um, a nonprofit organization dedicated to helping increase the quality of individuals' lives. So definitely it's called Help Us Help a Million. Um, you can find that at imamsc.com forward slash helpamill.html. However, it will be on um, the Pudgy Miller Show, or see the KRP Radio Show. So everyone, just it's time for us to sharpen one another, to become great. Um, really quickly, I also, Pudgy, you need everyone know that the L Experience is coming soon. Yeah, the L Experience yeah. will be on the air shortly, folks. We'll be on the air yeah. shortly. Now, the platform will be a little bit different than the KRP, uh, the KRP show. Just to let you know, <laughs> we're going to be discussing matters pertaining to love, life, and happiness. So anything that's going to be um, essential to living life, for example, dating, um, what is it that he or she is not telling me, even though we are intimate, what, is, what am I not knowing about this individual? Uh, we're going to be talking about mentality, what is going through the man's mind that you're with and, or the mind of a person that you want. So, you know, essentially we're just going to be discussing these particular things, whether it's debated, controversial, but at the end of the show, each, power, each person will be inspired and empowered to live their life greater. So that's what the L experience is going to be about. I'm excited. I thank um, Pudgy Miller very much for establishing this. I'm just ready to just get people to live in, in power and purpose, Pudgy. I'm with you, my brother, and I can't wait for the L experience. Folks, we are out of time. We're doing what we're doing. Shout out to you, Ella, for coming through. Shout out to all you listeners out there. We're going to leave you guys with Yolanda Adam. The battle is yours. we see you guys next week. Next week, we're going to be talking about what's eating at your money, what's eating at your home, what's eating at your pockets, information about how you can live a little bit more better, and things that you can watch out to save a couple dollars unless we have another national event that happens that's going to trump that show. we hear from you guys next week, man. One love. And don't forget, God is love. Love is God. We are out of here.